Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's not going to be a nightmare. It's going to be something you can do for all the family. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times. We're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Time for another visit to the MG Kitchen. And today we're going to go a little bit uh, Southeast Asian. And we're going to be making something called beef rendang. Now, this is a recipe inspired very much by Rick Stein, uh, who is one of my favourite chefs. He's done a fantastic um, version of this. But I actually got inspired to make it after I ate it in an incredible restaurant, not far from the offices of Talk Radio, around the back of the Shard. And I'm using, to begin with, some vegetable oil in a pot. Uh, quite a heavy pot really um, and I'm going to fry in the vegetable oil about 500 grams of stewing steak or uh, what you might call chuck steak what you might call cubed beef uh, which I got from a very nice butcher you'll hear it sizzling away in a minute now this is unusual this dish because what I'm going to use is actually something called rendang slow cook sauce because you could probably make your own rendang sauce if you wanted to but there's no point in doing that to be honest, because all you're going to do is spend ages and ages and ages working on something that you don't really need to do when you can buy the paste. Now, you might say this is cheating, but it's really not cheating because it's very good. And sometimes when you're cooking with this, what I would describe as rather exotic stuff and trying to replicate the taste, it's like basically a Malaysian, Southeast Asian dish. Um, it's going to have some tamarind in it. It's going to have kaffir lime leaves. It's going to have a cinnamon stick. It's going to have lemongrass. So it's quite complicated if you've never done anything like it before, but it's a really easy recipe to follow. So do bear with it. Do stick with it. And you can serve it with rice. You can serve it with noodles. But it really is one of my favourite ways to eat beef. And it's a really unusual flavour. It's kind of sweet. It's also sour. It can be quite spicy, depending on how many chilies you want to put in it. Um, I'm going to put a couple of chilies in it because I quite like it hot, as you know. Um, but other people don't like to do that. I'm going to put one... Uh, green chili in for good measure because I also like the flavour. Basically what you're going to do is you're going to fry the beef in the um, in the, the saucepan until it turns brown and that's when you're going to start adding all the other bits and pieces. Now as ever you'll be asking me what I'm uh, drinking and I'm going to drink some rather nice rosé actually. This one is not Spanish, this one is French. Uh, we're still hoping to announce very soon that we're going to have a sponsorship from a wine company so pretty soon we'll be telling you precisely what wine we're having and it's precisely what um, wine you should be having with this kind of thing with a beef rendang like a lot of curry style dishes i often think beer actually goes better than wine but you know because it's a hot summer's night i'm having some rosé because it's chilled it's in the fridge i've also got here um, a green chili which i'm going to cut lengthways and I'm going to de-seed. Now, some people don't like to take the seeds out because it makes the chilli less spicy. But I'm going to cut it long ways, okay, which means that it's better if I cut it in half before I cut it long ways and then that way it actually looks better. And you know what? If what you've made is never spicy enough, you can always make it more spicy. There's plenty of ways of doing that. So, I'm going to slice the chilli long way so there's kind of long not really long but like maybe a couple of inches maybe three 
strips of the green of the green chili and it also gives it a nice color because the beef rendang when it's finished is a kind of a dark red stroke brown uh, color and it doesn't have any cream in it or anything like that so it stays quite dark you can hear the beef just moseying right along there now what you're going to do is once you've got the beef all nice and brown mingled up with the vegetable oil you need coconut milk for this as well so make sure you have some coconut milk something you should always have to be honest in the in the cupboard anyway because you can buy it in a can uh, from most supermarkets and it's just worth having it because a couple of the things that i do i've already called for coconut milk and of course if you can't use all of the coconut milk don't don't hesitate to put it in the fridge or put it in the freezer freezes just as well now i'm going to put the chili in as we speak because uh, pretty soon I'm going to be ready to start mingling the curry dish. And you're going to cook this for quite a long time, by the way, as well. Now, you can hear the um, the cooking going on in the background. I'm going to add a bit of salt, not too much salt, because um, you can always, again, add more salt later. So just a little pinch of salt as it's frying there. Um, and then we're going to go for the rest of the curry. So the first thing you put in is, is the spice paste, right? Now for this, I'm gonna put in one, two, three, four, five, six. In fact, I might as well, I've already used up half of this, I'm just gonna finish it off. So it's about six or seven teaspoons, basically. It's such a nice smell. That's gonna be the heart of the dish, right? Now I've got a cinnamon stick here, which goes in, break it in half. Got two lemongrass stalks, which you, they say you should brew. So what I do is I cut the ends off each one, uh, and then I just kind of crush it slightly with a big knife. I'm going to need some coconut milk, so I'm opening the tin for that. And this is going to call for, I would say, about one can actually will do it. So I'm going to put all that in there. If it's too much, of course, you can always make it cook it down. Some kaffir lime leaves as well. I need a few of those. It's time to give it a bit of a stir now. And it's starting to take on this amazing sort of colour. Beautiful colour. Very rich. Kind of creamy. But it will soon cook down into a very nice sort of dark brown colour, as I say. And you're going to leave this to cook for a while. It's such a nice scent to it. You know? It really is quite amazing. Now, tamarind is a very interesting thing. It's a fruit basically that is used in a lot of cooking from Southeast Asia. A lot of curries use it as well. So if you're going to cook curry and if you're going to cook anything um, from my kitchen that is vaguely uh, Far Eastern, vaguely sort of Southeast Asian, you should get some tamarind. Now again, as I've said before, if you can't find this stuff, you go to Spice Mountain online and I'm not getting paid by them to say this, but they've got everything. And you can buy tamarind basically uh, as a chunk. You can buy it as, it's kind of a paste almost. And what you do is you have to cut it um, and it gives a sort of fruity flavour to every dish. You have to cut it basically, and then you put water, pour boiling, put it in a, in a bowl, pour boiling water on it, let it kind of melt into the, uh, and what you get is a kind of brown sauce. And what you then do is you, uh, you get a sieve or a colander, um, the tighter the better really, you know, not one with big holes in it. And you basically pour the tamarind water, as it's called, into the dish that you're preparing. It's a little bit laborious, but it's, I'll tell you what, it's really good. It's tr trust me, it is great. So what you are left with is the kind of tamarind pulp. It sounds complicated, but it's really not. Um, and I've literally, as I've been saying that, just poured 
the tamarind water into the dish. And what I'm left with in the, in the sieve is the kind of pulp of the fruit. That's kind of what you're dealing with. And what we've got here is this very nice and beautifully fragrant curry. Already, actually, well, if you were in a restaurant, you could smell this, you would be going bananas, going, this is the most beautiful smell I've ever seen. Now, you basically cook it for as long as you can, as ever, the longer the better, because the beef becomes more and more moist and the beef becomes more and more soft and tender. But basically the best way to do this is to cook it with the lid off, because that way you will uh, see the water evaporate quicker and you don't want it to be too watery. But at the moment it's quite watery because I put a bit extra coconut milk in, but you can just let it cook for a while and all of that will disappear. Keep an eye on it, check on it every 20 minutes and uh, you will be in a very good place very shortly. Now this week's recipes for the MG Kitchen vary from quite simple to quite difficult. And this one is one of the more difficult ones. It's called Beef Rendang and it comes from Southeast Asia and it has a hint uh, of Rick Stein about it. You're going to need 350 to 400 grams of diced beef. You're going to need one tin of coconut milk, two lemongrass stalks, preferably fresh. If you can't get those, uh, just get lemongrass, which is dried. 10 kaffir lime leaves, uh, one cinnamon stick, one teaspoon of sugar, 75 millilitres of tamarind water. Now that may be harder to come by than you think. Uh, just look it up and see where you can get it. As ever, Spice Mountain is the place if you can't. And then uh, you're gonna need three tablespoons of rendang paste. You might think uh, I'm joking. You can make it, but you can also buy it at most decent supermarkets and I would get it there. And for the recipe that I made, uh, you can add some optional chopped suey noodles or you can have it with rice or you can just have it on its own. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen. Mm -hmm.